0: Hey, I'm Joy. Welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. Today I am sharing an interview with Karis Snyder. Karis Snyder loves to share
1: the hope of God through speaking, writing, coaching, and leading worship. She is the author of Anxiety Elephants 31 Day Devotional and Anxiety Elephants 90 Day Devotional for Tween Boys and Girls. From her own personal experience, she helps women in their journey of overcoming depression, anxiety, fear, and shame. Karis lives with
0: her husband, Brandon, and two daughters in Cullman, Alabama. We have a fun conversation talking about her newest book, Carline Mom
1: Devotional, which I have been reading. And we also talk about some
0: early 2000s Christian bands. So check it out. Hey, Mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wendling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today.
1: Hello and welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'm Joy and I am joined today by Karis Snyder, author of the Carline Mom Devotional. Welcome, Karis. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I am we'll be honest, I haven't finished the entire book, but I have read a really good chunk and it has been so good for me. We were chatting a little bit beforehand of my experience in a car line this year. And so being able to make that time intentional and also just this gentle reminder that it's okay to have your kids in a school and have to be in a car line, um, has been really wonderful for me. So thank you for writing this book and sharing it with yes, moms. Absolutely. You know, I think there are so many of us moms, if we thought about it, that are, you know, in that coming and going in the car line, dropping our kids off, picking our kids up, taking them to the activities cleaning out the goldfish in the backseat or pulling out all the sweatshirts or that, you know, the sports equipment. And we wonder, you know, is it just me? Is it just am I the only one thinking that I'm failing, thinking that my time is wasted? And I think God just wants us to know, first of all, no, it's not just you. Second, your time is not being wasted. And, you know, and he wants to meet us in those moments, in those pauses. And, you know, just writing the book, he met me there in those moments. And I'll tell you, I'm even reading through it while I'm in the car lines because I need the reminders of, okay, God is with me. He hears me. He loves me. And I'm not alone on this journey of, of motherhood in this season, you know, that we're all in right now.
0: Absolutely. Well, Paris, before we get
1: too far into talking about the book, I know I jumped in already, but I would love to know about your family, your kids, about a little bit about you that we might not hear in the bio. Yeah. So I am a mom to two daughters, which is so funny to me. God's sense of humor, because I grew up with brothers. I have an older brother and a twin brother and I hung around boys pretty much my whole life. And then God's like, here, here's two girls for you. And so it has been so fun with them. My oldest daughter is in high school. We have journeyed into that. Into ninth grade. So that's brand new for me. And then my youngest daughter, she is in fifth grade. And so we are very much a sports family. We love basketball, volleyball. So that's been fun. My husband and I, we have been married almost 20 years. Wow. Which blows my mind that we are to that number almost. Uh, this is another story for another day, but he was in a Christian boy band when we met. All right. So if you can just imagine in sync singing about Jesus, that is kind of how we met. And uh, he he loves when I share that story. That's always fun. Can you tell us the name of the band? (laughs) I can. So the name of the band was P-150, which stands for Psalms 150, all right? And you can still find them on Spotify. So if anyone Um, needs to find music, go look up P-150, all right? You you need to go do that. Were they, do you know, I mean, were they at like creation... Because I believe I've seen them somewhere because I kind of did that whole thing in college. You did? Okay. So they were, let's see, we met in 2001. So like late 90s, early 2000s, they were there and they almost made it. Like they almost made it on tour with Stephen Curtis Chapman. I mean, they were, they were good. I mean, they were. So you may have. Yeah. I think I had the CD in the early 2000s. I was in college. That blows my mind. Okay. If you did, I... all my CDs were stolen in college, but I am almost 98% certain I had that CD had A C D CD by them. Okay. That's great. Well, if, if you did, I'm going to tell him that you think you might have, he'll love that. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Love that. So fun. I mean, yeah. And if you, we kind of met, we both went to the university of Alabama. I graduated with a child development degree. So I loved kids. I wanted to have my own daycare. Uh, and I did get to do that for about a year and then I said okay lord parents are hard take it back and he sent me on a whole different other journey with speaking and writing but I um I just love you know how god leads us he allows us to do things we never thought we would do and uh, I, I adore my daughters, and I love my husband. He's been so supportive of me. We do have a little mini golden doodle as well. His name's Cooper Hash Brown, um, and so <laughs> I've been in Alabama most of my life, and uh, yeah, that's just a little bit of my background. So fun. Well, thank you for sharing that, and yeah. I I mean, I, I totally know that band. Like, I was, into, so funny. I was into all the Reliant K and insiders and all of that in college. Okay. So I, I love it. Brandon will, I will, he will flip out. I cannot wait <laughs> to tell him that. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So I've got all girls too. So I understand okay. I've got five. Um, wow. and my oldest is the age of your youngest, but oh, okay. it doesn't, that high school thing doesn't feel far away. It's- it's the blink of an eye, man. It will be here before you know it. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. So you have experience in this car line, you have met God in the car line. You found purpose in this. And I just, what, what helped you, what helped you decide to take your experience and want to share it with other moms? Mm, I love that, that question. You know, I think there were so many times, you know, I would end up in the car line. I would just be sitting there wondering, you know, what to do in my time. I would feel like I would be maybe mindlessly scrolling while I was in the car line. Even for me in my life and my story, I've dealt with a lot of anxiety and depression, wondering, you know, if the purpose that I had in my life, am I failing? Am I letting God down? you know, especially when you have your first child, just wondering, what, what do I do? How do I, how do I be a mom? How do I even put that, I put that pressure of perfection on myself, thinking that I had to do it right. I couldn't make a mistake. And just knowing that there were other moms there putting that same pressure on themselves and being reminded by the Lord that he never asked me for perfection. He knew that we would not be able to achieve that. And that's why Jesus came, because he knew that we needed him. And so having those moments in the car line, knowing that we could pause and that we could talk to him and that he was sitting right there with us, you know, in that coming and the going and being a little more intentional in that time, spending it with him. You know, especially for me, sometimes in the afternoon when I would feel tired or I would feel maybe frustrated thinking that I had ruined my whole day just by one moment, maybe one moment of spilling my coffee or one moment of things not going the way that I planned the whole day, but realizing that that didn't have to be the trajectory of my entire day, that I could start again, that I could start over. And then when they open that car door and knowing that we've had that time with God, how he's changed that trajectory of our day, and that could help change their day change what they've gone through and so my heart was just to let moms know you're not alone in your struggle in your faith and your mental health you're not alone and thinking you know that you have failed or you're never going to measure up that God meets us all there in those moments he gives us grace he gives us that purpose and that he will move with us as we submit that time and those moments to him so I my heart was just if I can help one mama I can help one note, wherever she might be in this country, um, then I knew it was worth it to put these words on paper. Uh, I absolutely, absolutely think it was worth it. And yeah. some of those things that you said were, were the things that I wrote down from the book about wow. the scroll mode. I mean, just, yeah.
0: a, just a couple of weeks ago, I was. I was doing work.
1: It wasn't like the mindless scrolling, but I was still on my phone and they had to come and knock on my door on my window to have me move forward in line. I was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize what time it was yet. And I felt so embarrassed. And then that, that perfection of, I should have known, I should have been, you know, um, and that judgment that I just took, um, put on myself imagining everybody else. Um, So thank you for that. And that um, idea of, um, you said in the book, perfection is not needed to commune at the table together. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I just, um, I just so appreciated that. And I know you, you mentioned kind of letting your spilling your coffee or something small. And I know for me, I will often take
0: silly mistakes like that and condemn myself and turn them into sin when that's just a mistake and it's not sin and it doesn't need to have that power over me. Um, So I think exactly
1: what you were saying is what we as moms need to hear. And that was, that turns that time into a beautiful opportunity to allow God to prepare us to disciple our kids when we pick them up. Um, just even in the way we model him and that relationship we have with them in those moments. Yeah. And I love what you said too. And I think it's a great reminder for the moms that are listening that that mistake, it doesn't have to turn into something more. It was a simple mistake. It doesn't mean that you are a mistake. It doesn't mean that God made a mistake in calling you to be a mom or whatever it is, you know, wherever you are on, on your calling in your life. It just means it was a mistake. And I would find myself so many times being paralyzed by the mistakes and it would just turn into so much more of that should bully or beating myself up or condemning myself. And then I would lash out onto my kids or onto my husband, you know, and I would explode and it would just turn into more than, than what it was. And so I'm learning that I'm still to this day, learning all of that, learning God's grace and forgiveness and that I don't have to just go all into the mistakes. I can take a breath. I can refill my coffee and maybe make that cut better and start again. So I I really appreciated that you pointed that out because I think someone needs to know that a mistake doesn't get to define who they are in their whole life or their whole day. It was a simple mistake and you can pivot and start again. Yeah. Yeah. And, And going off on that tangent a little bit more, like for me, when I think about Jesus as this sinless person, you know, God in human, God and human. Right. And he was sinless, but I still think he probably tripped. He probably Mm -hmm. made messes, especially when he was learning to walk as a child. And those things, again, like he can be sinless and still be fully human. And we have that freedom. I think we often think that everything was perfect but Mm. his feet probably smelled and you know like (laughs) yeah we we place these other expectations on ourselves because we imagine them of Jesus but when we allow ourselves to embrace him as fully human Mm. and all the human things that happen (laughs) right that can help us that's right another quote another thing you said that I wrote down was that should bully yeah um, and you just mentioned that. Will you talk a little bit more about that? Yes. So I would find myself, and I'll be very careful saying this here, I would find myself "shooting on myself a lot. Okay. And I'm sure you all understand. I should be cooking all these home cooked meals for dinner. I should um, have my kids at home more. I Maybe I should not have them in public school or private school, or I should be as good of a mom as she is, or I should the, um, the PTO mom and the leader at my church. And, you know, you're, we're just shooting all over. So we're condemning ourselves and we're being that biggest bully in our minds. And when that happens, you know, I found for myself, it's condemning or it'll push me away or it will paralyze me from walking and all that God has for me. You know, Paul reminds us that his grace is sufficient for us and our weaknesses. We're, you know, we're not going to be strong and have it together all the time. We're just not like, we're going to be weak. That's the way we were created because then he can be strong through us. He will shine through, you know, kind of those cracks in the vase, if you will. And that's where people can see his power. And it gives us permission to not have to have it all together. It gives us permission to need help, to need others in our life, to know that we need our heavenly father. I need my friends. I need a joy in my life, or I need someone else in my life who can help me to walk forward. So when I stopped listening to that should bully, that condemning voice and stopped beating myself up, knowing that, that God was not up in heaven, pointing a finger at me saying, this is what you should be doing. It began to kind of help me to take the pressure off of myself to not continue to expect, perfection. And just to know that I'm probably going to make mistakes. I may make some messes. I may have to go back and apologize to my kids and that's okay. We can learn from it. We can grow in our faith through it. And I think too, God will allow us to use that to help other moms that are coming along the journey, to be a mentor to them, to say, Hey, you're not alone. I get it. I made the same mistake last week. And it gives them permission to know, Oh, okay. Like, this is okay. This doesn't mean I wasn't meant to be a mom. It just meant I'm growing and I'm learning and God's going to use it for good. So don't listen to that should bully anymore. Mama's like, let's, let's just go ahead and shut that voice down right now. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And there's so much freedom in that when we can live one step closer to that each day. That's right. That's, and that's key. The one step closer, not, we're not to the finish line, but we're getting one step closer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. I, I loved that. And you're just bringing up all the things that I wrote down. Um <laughs> That's great. One, one thing, though, that you wrote that I have never thought about before is you talked about God could have created the heavens and the earth in one day, mm-hmm. but that he spread it out. And that he could have had this big, long to-do list and checked yeah. it all off in one day, but he didn't. And We don't have to either. Um, I love that. And that was something that was totally fresh, like a fresh thought and concept for me. So tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, I've I've had to, you know, I tried so many times and still maybe I I have to pause pause and stop myself from doing it, you know, thinking that I have to do all the things on the to-do list in one day. Like I have to get it done or I'll even take that to-do list and I'll add something on there that I didn't put on the to-do list, but I did it so that I can mark it off as in, you know, I was accomplished and I finished, you know, something extra. But just knowing that if God, if our heavenly father, the God of this universe took time to be intentional in what he created. He did not do it in one day. I mean, he could have done it with a snap of the fingers or just with a breath out of his nostrils, but he took pauses and he took moments to create it that we can follow, we should follow, you know, that that example that he has given us and to create that margin in our life, to create that space so that that we can we can pause in that, you know, and that's even when in in play and enjoying life, if there's no pause there, we're not enjoying the work. We're not enjoying what we're doing, you know, maybe as moms or whatever uh, other things that you might be doing there. And so I think that was important for me to learn that I didn't have to do all the 20 things. I could just focus on three things. What are the three things that are important for me to get done on this day? And if I get those things done, if there's more time to get something else done, great. But if not, that's okay. There, Those things were done that I needed to get done. And then I can plan for the next day, but also within that living, leaving space for if something were to happen, let's say your, your daughter or your son calls and they're sick at school and you have to pause and you have to go get them. That's okay. It doesn't mean that your day is a bust. Doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that maybe for that day, God needs your attention to be somewhere else that you didn't realize that it needed to be there in that moment. So it's giving grace within that schedule. It's knowing that, you know, not everything written in pen is permanent. It can be erased. It can be changed and moved around. And so I I had to learn that if I've got margin in my books, if I've got margin in my finances, margin in the clothing that I wear, I need margin in my time, margin there for my mental health, margin there for my relationship with, with God and with my family and friends And, and just knowing that doing a little bit every day, you know, each day that that is accomplishing a good, a good work. Oh, so good. Thank you, Karis. That was, those were like some of my highlights so far in the book, and I'm sure there's going to be other great stuff. So it was just great to be able to chat with you about those. And, um, I think that this book will offer moms so much freedom Mm -hmm. and and an ability to make use and be intentional with Mm -hmm. this time that we do often feel is wasted and i know i'm guilty of thinking this is wasted time um and so i think it just it brings this really beautiful intentionality simple easy to read devotions they are fun, they're playful, um, but also bring depth and, and again, intentionality and freedom to to moms. So thank you for this book. and thank you for being here today, sharing on playfully faithful parenting. And I would love to know, I, well, I've told you that I think mm-hmm. all moms need play. So how do you like to play, Karis? Okay so we we talked a little bit about this and this is a hard question for me if you're type A you you understand we think we have to work 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 but i think for me play for me looks like a couple of things i've been tr- i've been working on this so I hope this makes sense when I give this an answer. One thing that I've been working on is trying to read for fun and not just read for uh, growth, like growing in my my walk and my faith or growing, you know, and just uh, having better healthy habits. Maybe it's reading historical fiction or something like that, or, or just reading autobiographies just for fun. That, that's one thing that I'm working on. And then another thing that I am trying to do just for play and fun is get outside more. If it is going on a walk just by myself or just sitting in the sun and doing just sitting outside and doing nothing. I know that may sound worrying to some people, but that has been so helpful for me because I am inside so much working that when I get outside in the sunshine and just let me just wait for a minute, it kind of like re-energizes me, like helps me to get through the rest of the day. So is that a good, like, is that a good answer? Is that a good, good way to, to kind of answer that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love reading and I love, and I do, I'll go stand outside on the deck when it's sunny and just stand there for a few minutes. And my kids are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just being outside. Yeah. Feeling fresh air, enjoying the sun. So absolutely. Great answer. Awesome. And, and when I go on walks, I like to go by myself, you know, my, not with anyone else. Cause it's just kind of like that me time to just yeah. kind of sit, whatever I need to do. So, yeah. So I would say those are probably the, the two things I'm learning to do. That's great. Yes. And I don't think that play has to be defined any one way. So any answer yes, I agree. that allows you to enjoy your life that God has given you is a great answer. As long Good. as you're doing it, then yes, that's the right answer. (laughs) But I'm not going to say you should play. (laughs) I will say you will benefit greatly. When it's helpful. There we go. Hey, that's a good way to say it. That is (laughs) awesome. (laughs) So Karis, thank you. This has been a wonderful conversation. And I am going to put all the links, um, all of your links in the show notes. How can the listeners get in touch with you if they want to hear more and find out more about you? Yeah. So there's a couple of easy ways to find me. You can find me on Instagram. I like to hang out there at Karis Snyder. It's just my name, C-A-R-I-S-S-N-I-D-E-R. Or you can find me on my website and I have lots of freebies that I love to give out to moms or anyone that joins that email list. I call it my email family. And that again is my name, Karis Snyder.com. So C-A-R-I-S-S-N-I-D-E-R.com. And I would love
0: to connect in either one of those ways.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much. This has been fun.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.